This week in the parish of Bourses and market structure, there's an eerie sense of 140 pence being a last stand of sorts, as this is the level at which TPI Cap launched their rights issue to overpay for LiquidNet. Just a pity TP didn't listen to Exchange Invest. In the week that CME created a Google Cloud deal, Euronex dumped LCH and the European Commission saw sense on CCP clearing for Euro derivatives. My name is Patrick L. Young. Welcome to the Bourse Business Weekly Digest. It's the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast, episode 120. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very brief reduction of highlights amongst the key headlines from the week in market structure. All the analysis of the week's many events and happenings can be found in Exchange Invest's daily subscriber newsletter, the unique guide to the bourse business sent daily to your inbox. More details via exchangeinvest.com. And indeed, this week we reached a historic, well, what we called our Star Trek milestone issue. Exchange Invest surpassed 2,200 issues reaching our 23rd century where epic sci-fi such as Star Trek was originally set. We'll continue to boldly go where no analyst of markets have been before. The Chinese mainland capital markets are going to triple in size in the course of the next 10 years. That's according to the Hong Kong Exchange's new boss, Nicholas Agazan, reckoning that the 30 trillion US dollar Chinese capital market will reach 100 trillion dollars in the course of the next decade. And, perhaps you're not surprised by the next revelation, Hong Kong has a major role to play, according to the chief executive of the city's bourse operator. The Saudi bourse Tadawul has ended the IPO wait. It's planning to list a 30% stake that can all go to retail investors, having finally announced their plans for a listing which is due to take place in the course of the next month. The Bank of England was being very sotto voce this week. It said it wouldn't politicise dealings with foreign clearing houses. Perhaps that was just a diplomatic sign of things to come. A couple of days later from Brussels, of which more in a moment. Elsewhere, Euronext announced their new strategic plan, Growth for Impact 2024. The revelation there, they're going to ditch the London Stock Exchange for the clearing of their derivatives by 2024. It was a landmark day, as the inevitable poulet came home to roost, with Borsa Italiana gifted Euronext saying no to continuing to use ClearNet from 2024. Thus, Growth for Impact 2024 sets out Euronet's ambition to build the leading market infrastructure in Europe. The group aims to make an impact on its industry and its ecosystem to shape capital markets for future generations. Frankly, the CCP manoeuvring was hashtag obvious move. Having been gifted a viable CCP on the cheap buy out of his depth Dave's mad moves, Euronext will dump London Clearinghouse, leaving behind the old no-vertical stance of the late great Jean-Francois Théodore and moving beyond the 2017 offer to buy Clearnet for 510 million euros when the London Stock Exchange was last looking to merge with Deutsche Börse. 
Over in Hong Kong, once again, they're planning to offer derivatives trading in some products on public holidays. In other words, HKEX are looking to trade their non-HKD contracts on holidays as competition heats up for foreign currency futures across the region. Same time, the chairman of the Hong Kong Exchange's group, Laura Cha, she pointed out that Asia needs uniform ESG rules to avoid greenwashing. One could say the same applies to the rest of the world as well. Exchange Invest is the daily must-read by the most influential figures operating the world's best markets. We invite you to join the exclusive group of Bourse bosses and other C-suite executives who make Exchange Invest the Exchange of Information, their daily business intelligence guide to markets the world over. Exchange Invest is available to subscribers at $200 per user per year or currency equivalent. You can get more details at exchangeinvest.com or email me, patrick at derivativesvision.com. It was an incredibly busy week for results this week. All the insights were in Exchange Invest, the newsletter. No sensible or even slightly less than sensible person in capital markets can afford to be without when trying to understand what's going on in the business of bourses. Anyway, Euronex, they saw a 71.2% revenue and income jump in Q3 2021, in part thanks to the arrival of those Borsa Italiana assets. Overall, not quite so exciting, but still double-digit gains from the TMX group during the quarter, and the Warsaw Exchange's quarterly report was frankly rather disappointing as the exchange was flatlining, even though the nine-month basis looks a little bit more healthy. At the same time, Coinbase, they reported third quarter revenue that missed analysts' estimates. Nevertheless, it has to be noted that Coinbase's stock price has jumped up again. It's running neck and neck with the Intercontinental Exchange and Hong Kong Exchanges Group just behind the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, which is currently the top of Tier 1 of Young's Pyramid. Elsewhere, TPI Cap, they produced their, well, by now somewhat commonplace, disappointing set of results. TPI Cap launched their rights issue at 140 pence to overpay for LiquidNet. At the time, I could not have been more transparent in why this was a poor idea perpetuated by management and board, who were at the time, I suggested, somewhat naive about the outlook for LiquidNet. This has been proven absolutely correct as the block stock trading platform has been eaten alive on all fronts thanks to its own stubborn attitude, which perpetuated a folly of being untouchable. In a matter of years, they've turned from super profitable to what looks dangerously for TPI cap like a super liability. Ironically, LiquidNet had a fill-up of dealing in recent days, I believe, as rumour has it. Big blocks of stock were trading in TPI cap. New markets this week, excitement in Chicago. SIBO Global Markets, they're continuing to build out their hugely comprehensive market plan. They plan to launch a new US Treasuries trading platform. Elsewhere, the marketing hype is ramping up for Beijing's new stock exchange, which is officially expected to begin trading on November the 15th as China's third major stock market. Don't forget, you can still get a copy of Victory or Death, Blockchain, Cryptocurrency and the Fintech World if you're looking for some reading, whether you're in lockdown or one of the lucky people who can now take a transatlantic flight in order to get into the USA or indeed you're quarantined somewhere like, say, mainland China or Hong Kong. Anyway, 
To understand how technology is affecting life and markets, it's the book for you. Victory or Death is published by DV Books and is distributed by Ingram Worldwide. Don't forget, while you're waiting for your copy of Victory or Death to arrive, check out our live stream Tuesdays 6pm London time, 1 o'clock New York lunchtime. It's the IPO video live show. You can catch the back episodes on LinkedIn and YouTube via IPO-vid. And this week, we have a fabulous discussion with Ivana Gasic, the CEO of the Zagreb Stock Exchange, about many opportunities and indeed other issues in the Balkan marketplace. In Cryptoland, Kyobi Group is moving to Gibraltar from its current base in the Seychelles following the recent China crypto crackdown. Elsewhere, Huobi have also announced that not only are they cutting off 30% of their users from China, but they're also going to jettison their client base in Singapore as well. Meanwhile, in the Helvetic cantons, the Swiss crypto exchange SDX, backed by the incumbent monopoly, the Swiss exchange, is said to be going live later this month. Who knows, that rumour could even be true. Product news this week, we had a welter of all manner of ESG-related products. Gosh, it's as if there was something happening in the world of green that might have been focusing people's attention. London Stock Exchange Group and Japan Exchange to develop net zero climate indices covering Japan's equity market. ICE to launch their first nature-based solutions carbon credit futures contract. ICE plans to launch four MSCI climate Paris-aligned index futures contracts. Interactive Brokers, their ESG-focused trading platform has debuted. And the London Stock Exchange is developing a new market solution for the voluntary carbon markets. Away from the world of green finance, the Indian Stock Exchanges have announced a plan to roll out T plus one day settlement in phases from 20th of February 2022. And finally, in product news this week, the Abu Dhabi Securities Exchange have proposed the Middle East region's first SPAC regulatory framework. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly. We welcome your feedback. You can contact me directly, patrick at derivativesvision.com with any comments. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, we would welcome you giving us a thumbs up. Or if you have time, a positive review will always be welcome wherever you find this podcast. Technology News This Week was dominated by the CME Group signing a 10-year partnership with Google Cloud to transform global derivatives markets through cloud adoption. At the same time, Google are investing a billion dollars into the CME group. And just to make things even less simpler still, in the highly convoluted shareholder structure of the Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group, Google's $1 billion investment will be a whole new class of shares separate from the multiple class of shares that are already in circulation. Complaints are plenty in the world of technology for exchanges. The Jamaica Observer had an article, The Jamaica Stock Exchange, a comedy of errors or a mismanaged market of an all manage of process and tech innovation problems. Elsewhere, the aftermath of the Pakistan Stock Exchange having first implemented their new trading system procured from the Shenzhen Stock Exchange to replace the 20-year-old Karachi automated trading system which then subsequently had to be rebooted once again after having been long declared outdated and reportedly containing many loopholes and security lacunas that pose a security risk to the integrity and reliability of the financial market of Pakistan. However, CATS is back, of course, having been 
brought back into service because of a huge number of bugs on the Shenzhen Stock Exchange-derived new trading system. Speaking of bugs on a trading system, SEBI in India, they've issued notices to the top national stock exchange executives in relation to the February 24th trade glitch at the exchange. Regulation this week dominated by one story. The Commissioner for Financial Services of the European Union, Mairead McGuinness, has announced the Commission's proposed way forward for central clearing. To nobody's surprise, at least those people who were hoping that the European Union wasn't going to engage in an act of ritual suicide and adopt a common-sense position, the good news is that we can expect early next year an announcement of an extension of access for central counterparty clearing to London, where, of course, the world's largest multi-currency clearing takes place, not just in the euro, but in 25 other currencies too. Career news this week, Archax subsidiaries Montus Digital, they've expanded their team to build a digital post-trade ecosystem. They're onboarding BNY Mellon and Broadridge veterans Steve Higgins and David Guest. Presumably that means that more fundraising has got to come as the $1.5 million raised to date surely won't last long with those big hitters sitting around under CEO Martin Watkins. Finally, in career pass this week, the Tehran Stock Exchange, they announced their new CEO, Mahmoud Gudarsi, who had been assigned as interim CEO of Tehran Stock Exchange since last September, was appointed as the company's chief executive with effect from November the 8th. Gudarsi, of course, stepping up permanently after his predecessor was caught in a scandal about illegal basement Bitcoin mining on the Tehran Stock Exchange's premises. And on that mysterious and magnificent note, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Patrick L. Young, and on behalf of my other gig as Executive Director of Valerium, I wish to wish you a great week in blockchain, life, and markets. Catch me daily on exchangeinvest.com, the newsletter of the business of bourses. This show relates to the business of bourses. It is not to be construed as investment advice, nor are we making any investment recommendations. Please consult an investment advisor before you make any investments, and for goodness sake, do your due diligence and do not make investments without complying with the regulations in your home state. Exchange Invest cannot be held responsible for any investment decisions made as a result of our program, which is for entertainment purposes only. The material herein is copyright Patrick L. Young at the date of publication, while our music and sound effects are sourced from copyright-free sources. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly, the exchange of information.